Hi guys, welcome to the second episode of Help From The Line podcast. This is Tyler. And today on episode two, I really want to talk about what got us into this career. Why do we do what we do? So we know getting into this career that things are going to be really good or really bad. We know that they can really kind of go either way. And we know that it's going to be hard. We know on day one that this is going to be hard. So let me get into a little bit about myself. So at the beginning of my career, I was just out of high school, just out of high school when I decided that this is what I wanted to do. Now out of high school, I did have a full ride scholarship for college. I was going to college for music. I wasn't going for healthcare. I wasn't going for nursing. I wasn't going to be a firefighter at that point in time. I had a full ride for music. Now, getting through the process of getting into college, that was hard. (laughs) That was hard. And I went through all this stuff. I went and visited the campus. I went and I, you know, I stayed the night there. I, I did all the things that college students do. And then before it was time to go, before it was time to leave for college, I went, no, no, this isn't what I want to do. Now, on a smart note, should I have? Absolutely. I, I should have 100% wrote out that free ride, got my degree there, and then if I want to do something else, go do something else. But to me at the time, I had been doing this thing, which was music. I'd been doing it for so long that I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was kind of burnt out on it. I was to the point in my, what I, what I thought was just, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. So where do you go from there? So growing up, growing up, I had a very normal life. My parents were always home. They worked day jobs. They were home at night. They picked us up from school. We had dinner at the table every night. So what brought me to the fire service? Well, Back in the 70s and 80s, my, you know, my grandpa was the chief of the fire department for the city that I live in, for the city that now I'm a volunteer firefighter on. He was the chief. My dad was on the same department. My dad was a captain. You know, he rose to the the captain rank. And then when I was very young, I, you know, I remember him going on a few calls. I remember the plectron going off and the whole house shaking and dad running out the door. I remember that very little. When I was very young, dad decided that, you know, he wasn't going to be on the fire department anymore. And that was fine. So growing up, I really didn't grow up around the firehouse. You know, you always have those firehouse kids. That's where they grew up at. They grew up around the firehouse. There is nothing wrong with that. Those kids generally, you see them kind of rise to the ranks, you know, so they're that little firehouse brat that just kind of hangs around does whatever their parents are usually always there and then they end up getting into like the explorers program or the juniors or or whatever that department has and then from there uh, you see them make their way through the fire academy through ems academy and then they join the ranks as a firefighter you know they start out in that probationary phase and then they get into you know the rookie two-year and those i mean those kids are great They know it. They know the stuff. They've been around it. So me, 
at the time that I decided that this was what I wanted to do, that public service was what I wanted, I didn't particularly have a route that I wanted to go. My mom was a nurse. I grew up with mom as a nurse. Um, you know, dad had always just worked a volunteer fire department job until only until I was very young. And then, you know, he just had his standard day job. So what made me decide, Hey, this is what I want to do. So there was actually a little bit of a, a, uh, a show offness and that that's what kind of started this. So I remember talking to my parents one day we were, you know, we went camping a lot. You know, we had a camper, we had a, you know, one of those seasonal lots. So we went camping a ton. And what happened was we were driving around and we were talking about what I was doing after high school. And they, they knew that at that point I was going to school for music. They knew that it was not a big deal. They were completely 100% um, behind me on that. But I remember getting into this conversation with my mom about being a nurse. And, you know, so we got then on the topic of EMS and mom tells me that, you know, Hey, if you would become a paramedic, you would be able to do more than I can do. And without the orders and me, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So if I become a paramedic, I'm technically higher than you in this food chain, right? And she's like, well, yeah, I guess so. So me, I'm like, awesome. I'm gonna do better than you. I'm a one up you and I'm gonna do this job. And that was kind of the scene that got planted in my head. So it wasn't too long after this that the, you know, the college stuff started happening. It was, you know, Hey, let's audition to this college and let's audition to this college and let's go to this, this, and this college open house and see where I want to go. I got my full ride to a state university. It was great. I was super excited about it. And then I'm like, Whoa, 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 Whoa. I want to do something else. This is not what I want to do. I want to go somewhere else, do something else you know, and really EMS might be the way to go. So I decided then that I was going to EMS. And it wasn't necessarily a, I want to be on a fire department. At that point in time, I really didn't have much thought about being on a fire department. It was just, hey, I want to go do EMS. I want to be a paramedic. And that was what the thought process was. I just want to be a paramedic. I'm a, I'm a show my mom that I, that I can do better than her. I, you know, I, I don't need those doctor's orders. Like she has to follow. So I decided at that point in time that I wasn't going to continue with the college career and that, you know, I was going to look at putting myself into EMT school, which I did. I went to a night class. It was two nights a week. Every now and then we had a Saturday class. It was no big deal. Those were usually like lab days or clinical days. Um, you know, in, in EMT school was fine. You know, actually in EMT school, I met my wife. I'm sure that in another episode, I'll have her on here. She can talk about how she got started into it. You know, she at that point in time didn't have a department that she was connected with. Hell, I didn't either. I wasn't connected with where I am now at that point in time. And she wasn't either. And that, that stuff kind of came later. But so I go to EMT school, not a big deal, right? It was, it was fun. I had a great time in EMT school. 
And I was working my clinical shifts at my volunteer department. Now, let me preface the volunteer. Yes, this department is a volunteer firehouse, but uh, they have a lot of part-time employees. Technically, I'm a part-time employee. I still call myself volunteer. I don't work right now as much as I used to. So I'm working with these guys. Uh, you know, one of the guys was my instructor who, you know, I, I thought was awesome. Uh, so I come in for this Sunday shift. And on the Sunday shift, it was him, the instructor, myself, the lead instructor of the class. And then at noon, the fire chief comes in. The fire chief was working for EMS. We were two separate departments at this point in time. So the fire chief was coming in just to work in EMS shift. I think he was working like noon to six. He you know, didn't want to work the full 12-hour shift, but he was still getting time, so he came in noon to six. So he comes in. Well, him and I get to talking. You know, he knows my dad. He knows my mom. He knows my grandpa. Hell, he was the DJ at my parents' wedding. Him and I are talking. And he then puts this spark in my head that I should join the fire department. And I really hadn't had much thought process towards that at this point in time. So I'm like, yeah, 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 what? I mean, whatever. So throughout the next few weeks, I've been, I was coming in on the Sunday shifts to work with this same group of guys, the lead instructor from my class, one of the other instructors. And then every Sunday, the fire chief would walk in around noon. Uh, there were also mornings though, that he did come in earlier and made us breakfast, phenomenal breakfast. Um, you know, and I still really had, hadn't had much thought to him being like, hey, like, why don't you join the fire department? So I remember it's very, very uh, specifically, it was at the end of my class time. It, you know, it was around Christmas time. Um, so the, the firehouse is, you know, located here. Then there's a parking lot and then <laughs> the EMS building. So, you know, it was only a walk across the parking lot that separated the two departments from each other. So... I remember, you know, the end of shift at, at 6 p.m. coming and me and, uh, you know, the the uh, assistant instructor from the class. I remember us walking across the parking lot and going into the firehouse. And I remember very, very vividly that, you know, standing in there, you, you know, the Christmas lights were up in the firehouse. And I I don't know why that stuck in my head so much, but the Christmas lights were up and we stood there and, and talked and, you know, there was a lot of talk at that point in time about how my name was big in the community and how that was kind of the, the thought process of why I needed to get on the fire department. Oh, you know, Hey, you know, this is who you are. Everyone knows your dad. Everyone knows your grandpa. Everyone knows your family. You know, you should be on the fire department. And I, I told him at that point in time, well, but like, that's not who I am. Like my thing is building my own name. I don't want to be here on someone else's word. I don't want to be here on someone else's name other than my own. I want to come in here and, and make a name for myself. I, well, I guess at that point in time, this was kind of like my impromptu interview. So, you know, he must've went back to the chief at some point in time. And the chief comes to me in like a week later and he's like, Hey, like we're signing you up for fire school. Awesome. At that point in time, I didn't really know what to think about it. You know, I was a brand new EMT. You know, I actually, at the, the time that I had my interview, 
uh, I, you know, I say that with air quotes, by the time I had my interview, I wasn't quite out of school yet. I get out of EMT school, I graduate. Um, and I hadn't even really been hired on to the city at all yet. I really wasn't even on EMS. I had put in my application. I had talked to the chief a couple of times and never really thought much for it. Uh, so then I get on the fire department, the fire, the fire department's like, Hey, we're going to hire you now. We're, we're just going to go ahead and hire you. So I was certified in EMS, but wasn't hired onto the EMS department, but I wasn't certified in fire, but was, you know, was put on in, in that probationary role before I went to school as a firefighter. They get me into classes right away. I, I start my, my fire school very quickly after coming on the department. That was just after the first year. So I, I was in the first class of that year in fire school. Fire school was incredible. I even now wish that I was still back in fire school at times. I had a blast with a group of people that were in that fire class that even to this day, I still talk to a lot of them. A lot of, of us now, you know, progressed through the ranks. You know, we, we weren't, didn't just stay firefighter EMTs. You know, we went on to get advanced training. We went on to our, you know, our advanced cards. We went on to our paramedic cards. A lot of us at some point in time, you know, are or were officers of the department. A lot of the friends I know now are still officers of the department. Uh, I spent about four years as a captain. I loved it. I had a great time as a captain. And then life just got too busy. Life got too busy for me to be a captain on a volunteer fire department. We'll get into that uh, probably in episode four or five. So, you know, this, this thing that I was doing, it was so much fun. So much fun. So I had a pager. The pager went off for both fire and EMS. Even though we were two separate departments, that's just how everyone's stuff was. Uh, you know, so if EMS got a call, the pager would go off. If fire got a call, the pager would go off, you know, with a different set of tones. And then if they would go off together, things would go crazy and we'd all go running out the door. So I remember hearing EMS go out on a call one night, uh, you know, and it was just for like a, a mental evaluation. Didn't really think anything of it. And sitting there, I'm sitting on my parents' couch. I'm still living at home at this point. I'm sitting on my parents' couch going, oh man, uh, it'd be nice to go on that call. <laughs> well, so then the tones go off again. You know, they're saying, ah, you know, second call, no answer for the first call. And I'm going, oh, I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm certified, but I can't go. Well, probably about 10 minutes later. So obviously then people answer the call. They took the ambulance. They went. And about 10 minutes later, I get a phone call. My phone rings. And it's this older guy that's on the department, super nice guy. And he calls me and he's like, Tyler. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm sweating bricks. I'm excited. What's he calling me for? I'd heard him on the radio. So I'm like, yeah, you home? Oh, yeah, I am. All right, we need you to meet us on scene. We need another certified. I think that I was at my front door before he even finished talking. I had my shoes on. I was ready to go. Yeah, you got it. I'll be on my way. Well, I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there. About 10 seconds later, I show up on scene. Hey, I'm here. <laughs> what do you need help with? And I remember very vividly opening the back door of the ambulance, well, opening the side door, opening the curb door. And hearing, whoa, 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 sit back down. This is my first 
other than clinicals. This is my first EMS call. And I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's going on? So I, I jump up in the back of the ambulance and, you know, here's the chief. And he's sitting there with this, this guy that actually becomes a very frequent flyer over the years. Um, you know, so here he is sitting with him and he's just having a bad night. Not the chief, the patient. He's having a bad night. And so I just sit down and talk to him, right? We're all humans. So I sit down and talk to him. This, this being my first call on my own without these two instructors present. So I jump in. I'd never ran a call with the chief before. I had been into his office. I had talked to him two or three times. I'd never run a call with him. I didn't know what it was like to run with him. I didn't know what he was like. Other than the brief conversations that him and I had in his office and him saying, oh yeah, I remember you being around the firehouse when you were a baby. I remember your parents bringing you home from the hospital. That was as much as our conversations went. So at this point in time, I'm like, okay, well, like, let's go. So the the gentleman that had called me, you know, he was more of a driving aspect than an EMS aspect. So you always have to have that two certifieds to transport a patient. So at that point in time, I become the second certified on the truck. And, you know, so we're riding to the hospital and no big deal. The hospital transport time, it's like 10 minutes. We're going to the hospital and we get done with this call. No one had, had really said anything. You know, the, the chief just kind of wrote the report. Um, he jumped up in the front on the way back. We had this guy that was driving and I, I'm sitting in the back going, well, what do I do now? I didn't know at this point in time what I was supposed to be doing. So I just rode back and, and it was kind of quiet. Well, at one point in time, then the chief looks back and he's like, how was that? And I'm like, oh, like, I think that it was, it was pretty good. And he's like, okay, well, consider this your job offer. I am so excited at this point. I'm ready to bounce out of that seat. Give everyone in that truck a hug. I'm like, oh, well, okay. I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> Well, we all know that by the time we got back to the station, it was uh, 10 minutes. By the time we got back to the station, well, by the time we got back to pick up my car that was on the side of the road, um, I was excited. I'm like, oh, yeah, like I, I'm I'm on EMS now. This is this is phenomenal. Um, so, you know, continuing on, you know, that's kind of like how my my career got started. I I didn't really have any plans to be in the fire service. I just wanted to be an EMT. I wanted to be a paramedic at some point in time. And I hadn't really thought much further than that. So sorry about that. Sorry for that slight interruption. So, you know, I hadn't really thought at this point about being on, on the fire department, uh, you know, prior to actually joining I only wanted to be an EMS. I wanted to be a paramedic. I and at that point in time, it was kind of well. I guess that I'm just going to be, uh, you know, a private paramedic, you know, work for private service, or maybe in a hospital. I I wasn't quite sure. So, you know, I I get back, I drive home, my parents are still up, and I I try to be all nonchalant and cool, and they're like, "Hey, how'd that go?" And I'm like, "Meh." I guess it was okay. And I'm like, oh no, it, let me let me just tell you, it was it was awesome. And this was one of the simplest calls that you'll ever go on. 
we didn't do anything for this guy other than talk to him. We put him in the ambulance, we talked to him, and we took him to the hospital. And that was all that we did. But it was the first call. It was a first call on my own without somebody else there. And to me, it was phenomenal. So so here's here's what the thing about this episode is. When we think back about why we are in the career that we're in and how we got started, we think of some really awesome memories. And throughout this series, we're going to we're going to talk a lot about those. You know, we're going to talk to some of our guests about what brought them to the service, what brought them to the fire department, what brought them to EMS, what brought them to healthcare. And I I am excited to be reminiscing on this journey with a lot of people. I want to, you know, just like I said at the end of the first episode, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear what made you start into this career. Uh, I want to hear these great memories because that's what built our career. You know, these first few calls that we went on is what pushed us to be where we are today. And I think that it is incredible to go back and just go, what made me do this? What made me get to this spot? I don't think that we go back and think about that too much. I don't think that we go back and think about that as often as we should. We should be thinking about that quite a bit. It's these things that put us where we are. And if we don't go back and go, well, huh, how was that first call I ever went on? Because deep down inside, we all know. We all still remember that first call, even if it is the lamest call we've ever been on or the most exciting call we've ever been on. We all remember the first call. We all remember the first time those tones went off. Let's talk about it. I really enjoy sharing these thoughts and these memories with you guys. And I look forward to our next episode. Until next time, this is Tyler from Help From The Line. And we're going to talk about everything. Good, bad, and mental health. Have a good night.